While on a journey of physical and spiritual healing, a brilliant neurosurgeon is drawn into the world of the mystic arts. Welcome to the Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Walt Vault, episode 36. We getting old, y'all. <laughs> we getting old, old, nearing, old. Nearing middle age. Way older than I ever want to be. Just kidding. <laughs> Just ever, kidding. You don't ever want to make it to 36? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Live fast, die young. That's, <laughs> that's Emily. Die hard, ride hard. What is it? What's the, what's the movie? Bruce Willis. <laughs> Live hard, Live. die trying. What? <laughs> Wizard College. That's where we're going today. Wizard College. Because yeah. we're watching Doctor Strange. Oh, yes. That's right. No, he thought the name of the movie was Wizard College. <laughs> <laughs> I was really confused about what you're talking about. Sorry. You guys. Luis is looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> this month, we are doing all Marvel movies. Beep, 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 beep. The month of Marvel. Dip summer of Heroes. In. Yes, dipping our toes in that Marvel universe. It is the summer of heroes. <laughs> We're, gonna We're just watch getting a dip, <laughs> just a dip, uh, just a few of the many uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Uh, We're starting with Doctor Strange because my first impression is that Doctor Strange may or may not have taken my number one spot in the superhero world. Really? Yeah, I have my top three are Doctor Strange, Thor. And the Black Panther, and I I don't I don't know what order they go in, so I just call them my top three. All right, there you go. And um, Doctor Strange is so cool. The first impression of this movie is <laughs> I loved it when I saw it in the theaters when some of my fellow podcaster mates did not, and I was like, this movie is dope. It is still really good. I think I've seen it like six times. What's your first impression? Hang on, slow down. That was, what? A, lot. That was a lot of you first just, impressions. You just you talked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I like but I, it. But I okay. Want you to, I want you to keep talking. What is your experience with uh, Marvel movies in general? Um, you like them? You watch them? You're a super fan? What's what's well, the word? Well, uh, I don't know. If, uh, do we want to get into this right now? Okay, the first Marvel movie I saw was Iron Man. I did not watch The Incredible Hulk until last year when you made me, mm-hmm. which is the first movie. So my first Marvel movie I ever watched no, was... No, Iron Man's the first one. Iron Man. Oh, it was? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, I didn't like Iron Man, so then I just didn't really care about Marvel at first. And then, <laughs> and then, and then Andre Captain came Ameri- into the no, picture. No, no, no. And then Captain America happened, and then I was good. But I will say that... In my high school days, the Marvel movies fell off the handle. Like, I didn't watch them all. I didn't watch Ant-Man. I didn't watch Guardians of the Galaxy until Emily made me. And then, as some of our fellow listeners know, we had a lovely year. Probably did take us a year, didn't it? It took one year. We watched every single Marvel movie, starting with Iron Man. Up until Doctor Strange, came like out. leading up to, to the Doctor release. Strange. Oh, Doctor so Strange, it's kind of yes. cool that we're doing this one first because we had that whole journey leave, leading up to the release of Doctor Strange, which was in November. I remember it vividly. November of 2016. Yes. Wow, that was a couple of years ago. We did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's kind of where this idea of this podcast stemmed from. Wow, amazing. Now, Emily, you can talk about how much you're mad at me that I hate Iron Man. I won't. 
Okay. We're not talking about Iron Man. All right. right now. What's your first impression of Doctor Strange? Um, I have a different. Do- I have a different doctor. <laughs> a different doctor. <laughs> different doctor. <laughs> True. Different doctor. Different doctor. Um, Sherlock doctor. or the other doctor? He Sherlock is not a doctor. Well, I oh. guess. Does he have a PhD? Probably. In, I don't know. Nah. He does. In craziness. In heroin. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this right? is the family friendly show. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, he does. It's so a thing. We okay. are stating facts. <laughs> okay. Um. My first impression of this movie, the first time I saw it, is very different than my first impression in this whole time of viewing. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy this movie. I have like two or three qualms. issues, qualms, I guess, that came from my original qualms. viewing of it. But it's one of those things now that I'm so sucked into the universe that it, like my qualms from the first viewing I, I can let them go because everything else is so cool. And also, at the time that we're recording this, we've seen Doctor Strange and other Truth. Marvel movies. Yes. Which extends the fact that I seriously think he is the coolest freaking Avenger ever. Yeah. ever. Yeah. I agree. He's so, appeared in this movie, Thor Ragnarok, and Avengers Infinity War. So I'll have to try yeah. to not get into that because my love for Doctor Strange is very strong. And as of this re- very recording, I think like yesterday, they announced that they are doing a Doctor Strange sequel. Number two. Let's see what Mordo does. I can handle it. <laughs> um, it's funny though because um, I have seen... Benedict Cumberpatch and a lot of other things. Oh, I love him. Um, We're going to talk about him, man. <laughs> I'm I'm a very big British enthusiast. I I, I realize I'm a total yeah. fangirl. Um, but so it was interesting to see him in this particular role. Um, he obviously plays this type of role very well, but we'll kind of get more into like how I liked him in different ways mm-hmm. a right. little bit later. But he is great. This movie is really good. And my qualms are sidelined by the fact that this like bringing magic into a real world was done very well. Right. Yes. Don't you and Luis both watch a lot of British sitcoms together? Or is it more you? No, I wouldn't necessarily say we watch a lot of British stuff. We just mainly stick towards certain actors. Uh, we watch it a lot with uh, David Tennant. We watch a lot with Cumberpatch. We watch a lot <laughs> with uh, Martin um, Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, Freeman. Um, I love Freeman. Uh, anything that revol- anything that has any of them, we probably will watch. But yeah. if, you know, and if Stephen Moffat wrote it, I'm watching it. And if <laughs> Stephen Moffat wrote Moffat, it. Moffat. I'm not watching it. Stephen Moffat. No. What's your first impression <laughs> of Doctor Strange, Louise? Beats the heck out of the Harry Potter willy-nilly magic. Wow. Oh, you like Doctor Strange's magic yes. more than Harry Potter Ooh, magic. that's another conversation we're definitely yeah. having. Yes. Because, because I kind of agree with Louis. Well, that. and I think that's why I was saying, like, oh, what is this your first impression? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go. <laughs> he looked at me like, I thought, um, I thought he me. got sad because I said I agree. And, no. like, he wanted me to disagree with No, him. no. He just wanted to give his first impression. Keep sorry. Going. Okay. Face. That was it. No, there was more. Oh. No, no, no. It, it mostly just leads to I liked it a lot because, um, I mean, there's only so much you could do with magic in your realm. Then Doctor Strange visits a whole different uh, arena for magic, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. You know? Uh, I like how they're basically able to create a world outside of the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, Harry Potter kind of did something like that, you know. They really did a good job with, you know, going into like Diagonon Alley, and it's still somehow in there. <laughs> right, but yes. 
I don't know. I just think it's Doctor Strange level. took it to another level. Yeah, I agree. Very we'll talk more about that in a bit yes. because I have many words. We'll yeah. get to that. All right, Andre. But um, I guess you can give a first impression. Thank you so Andre. much. Yeah, thank you for this letting episode's going to be long. Um, <laughs> my first impression. I I when I, when I first saw this movie, I enjoyed it. I didn't love it as much as some of the other Marvel films. And like almost every time that I've watched it, I've kind of like flip flopped. So I've gone like, I like it. It sucks. It's what? great. It sucks. It's okay. And I think on this last one, it was that was pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. So okay. I, I I go back and forth on this on this movie. It 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 has a lot of cool stuff in it. Um, special effects are really great. Amazing. They're fantastic. The well, you know the thing. Time. I think that you now that you said that, screen though, man. Now that you said that, I think what I can genuinely say about this movie as a first first impression, like sentence long, is it set up magic for the MCU Marvel comic universe or cinematic excuse me Um, and I think that with plot points that are a little iffy and stuff it like you said the use of special effects and just explaining how the whole magical world works and how the sorcerers are using their magic or whatever um, really allows us to be like wow it's kind of infinite and it can go a million different places which is really cool yes Okay, I gotta. We gotta start this conversation with the man of the hour, Benedict Cumberbatch. As <laughs> okay, first off, patch because <laughs> Luis did. Okay, first off, we have said so many words wrong in the last like five minutes. Cumberbatch and Diagon Alley, Lou Diagon Alley. Hit us in the DMs. <laughs> tell us exactly what we got wrong. Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. Can we just call him Ben? <laughs> was the perfect Benny. casting. In my mind, he is Doctor Strange. Uh, He's also Sherlock in my mind. But he does a very good Doctor Strange. And I want us to talk about Doctor Strange in relation to his powers and how they play into the MCU. Are we calling it the MCU? Marvel Comic Universe? Yes. Marvel Movie Universe? Marvel Cinematic. Cinematic. Oh, there we go. Marvel Cinematic Universe. See, I was going to say MMU, like Marvel Movie Universe. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing, I guess. See, it stands for cinematic? I always thought it was comic. Marvel Comic Universe. I mean, it is. they are based on comics, but this is the the cinematic cinematic universe. Because if you think about it... It's different than the comic universe. Yes. Number one, it's different from the comic universe and other other things that are owned by Marvel like... Um, the X Men. Thank you. The X Men. They're not a part, Spider-Man even though they MC, yes, point. even though they have movies and they're still owned by Marvel. They are not a part of this MCU. cinematic, cinematic universe. universe. Yes. Gotcha. Right. Which okay. is so sad, but whatever. We'll yes. just get on. Well, the, whatever. The, the, we'll get over it. Being rectified slowly but surely. Yeah, um, we thought that a couple months ago, but I'm gonna need some. <laughs> well, it might all be poofed. I don't know. It Anywho, it <laughs> poof. <laughs> we'll just move so, along. Yeah, we'll get there later. <laughs> the coolest thing about Doctor Strange to me. Hold on, no, no, no. We need to talk about his casting first. That's where you you started. You started with Benedict Cumberbatch, and then you went to three different other Okay, Benedict Cumberbatch is great. That's what I have to say. Okay, about him as the actor. Okay, you do it, Emma. Uh, No, no, no. I agree with you. I think that he was casted very well. Problem stylistic with me, and me and Andre have talked about this so many times. Because he doesn't sound British? He should not... He, at, they should have just let him do. A let British him be accent. British, like, dude. I don't. Ca- He's pompous enough that he could totally be American and just be doing a British accent as yeah. part of the character. And oh I yeah, been completely fine yeah. with that. I can't. But stand- he's American in the comics. I don't yes. care. <laughs> I don't care. But he sounds better as a British dude. 
Benedict Cumberbatch. That does. didn't bug me. Oh. No. And his American I accent is not yeah. on the show. I said bug me. To me, he's American and he's just <gasps> acting as an American and he's still arrogant enough that he pulls it off completely. He, I agree with you that he's arrogant. His character is fantastic. There's no doubt about that. I the accent doesn't bug better. me. I think he does a great job with his American English. You got to just <laughs> American, American English. <laughs> <laughs> you mean English? Yeah. English without the British accent. Um, <laughs> that didn't bug me. I don't Ooh. know. You have to just ignore the fact that he is British. Yeah. Just the same way that I have to ignore the fact that Andrew Lincoln is not American yeah. in The Walking Dead. That dude, that's true. You know but he's I mean? only in that one thing. That's the thing that bothered me about Benedict Cumberbatch. And it's it's this is a purely like personal thing. It doesn't really have that much to do with the movie, but Around the time that this was coming out, probably like 2016, Sherlock like was still happening, and five years before that, Benedict Cumberbatch was in absolutely every franchise movie yeah. that I was watching, and so I had just had like British, enough British, of him. British, not oh, British, 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 not Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, I could never say that. I've just never done he, with he's, him. He's great. He's a fantastic actor, but it was a lot. It he was, was in everything in their mother. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Maybe Smog. I just didn't watch him. He's I didn't see that. Sherlock. You know what? I don't want to hear. First off, yes, you have seen him as Smog in The Hobbit. And I don't want to hear about what you have oh, to say yeah. about Smog in The Hobbit. Andre, I love Smog in The no, Hobbit. He's no. the best part of that. Sec- the second movie is the best one because he's in it. Yeah, whatever. But me and Andre and have other. he's great as Sherlock. You guys made me watch he's it. He's great in all of these things. It was just too much. Nah, I'm good with it. He had a moment of too much. Yes, it was a moment of too much. So that, that, that's, that was a So then his American accent bugged you? Yes, his American accent. Okay, so this is the question. I'm holding a tomato. She is juggling with my tomato. She is wielding a tomato. I'm anxious. This is now my stress ball. Okay. If this tomato explodes. I told you that you were allowed to eat it, not touch it. (laughs) Okay, so this is my question for you then. Now that we're on the topic of, of accents. Yes. Scarlet Witch. Yes. In a d- okay, okay tell, we're talking explain, about a different movie. But explain who she is if you're going to talk about Scarlet Witch is Russian. Yes. Um, she is the twin. She's from Sokovia. From Sokovia, and they turned her into Scarlet Witch. So she has yes. powers now. They gave her she powers using an infinity stone. Yes. 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 She's Russian. In the first movie we see her in. Avengers Age of Ultron. Thank you. And she's Sokovian, but it's she Russian-y. She has a very strong she's Russian a, accent. A yes. Thick Sokovian <laughs> accent. Yes. Okay, whatever you want to call it. Yes. She ain't got an accent no more. And did it bother Infinity me? War. Did it bother you? Absolutely. So would it, it bother you? This is my question. Would it bother you then if Doctor Strange's American accent fell off and then he just started sounding British? Absolutely. That'd be great. But then no. you want him to sound British. <laughs> no, no, because for me... They have done such a good job creating this universe. So that would bother me because that okay. would be not um, fitting with what they've created. Sure. That would bother me. But okay. I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, no, he's British. Like, that, that would not be cool. <laughs> okay, okay. No, okay. no, no. Linguistically speaking, it's easier. To, it'd be more plausible, excuse me, to get rid of uh, your Russian yep, accent yep. than to go reverse. And that's why that one didn't British. bug me because she's been surrounded by... Americans Look for at quite Black a while. Widow. Black Widow, I think, may have started up. No, no, she didn't. She didn't Not have really. an accent. She well, was already like, like, so in deep in her. She's a good spy. She doesn't have. Yeah, no, she ain't no accent. So who's to say? Carla uh, Johansson ain't having no accent. Let's be real. It is me. Oh, she's got Natasha many. She can, she can make herself have many, but <laughs> it doesn't bug me. I agree with Elise. That doesn't bug me at all. But Benedict, don't you agree that Benedict Cumberbatch was cast very well? I will tell you this. This is going to sound so weird, and I'm not trying to make it like like a... This is a family-friendly podcast. I get it. But I'm not trying to sexualize him. Mm-hmm. But as a gentleman, 
on a normal day in anything he's in, I am not attracted to him. Oh, he got foot face. He looks like an alien. <laughs> he's an ugly dude. I do not find him attractive. That's just like... That doesn't have anything to do with it to me. No, though. no. But this does because... Throughout the progression of the movie, he becomes what we know as Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. And when he gets his little sideburns and his little gray and he has his whole get up on. His persona. Then I'm like, wow, that is a very good looking character. He looks great. Yeah, he looks amazing. They did him. They did him so well. um, You look at him, you know exactly who he is. Yes. Yes. Um, And also, I hate facial hair on men. I absolutely hate it sorry lou <laughs> um but he has is it a goatee yeah. correct me if i'm wrong yep. it looks so good on him yes. and yeah. it looks good on you when too, he lou. has all that gray messy facial hair and his hair's all messed up and then he cleans himself up but maybe that's what they wanted us to be like Ooh, like yeah. look at that that's a doctor strange right. now. Yeah. you know what i mean yeah. okay so for sure Hey, I, I love the way that his costume like comes together throughout mm-hmm. the over the mm-hmm. course of this movie like he starts off He's gaining accessories in like his like his like newbie Wizard college robes, and then he <laughs> he, he advances to like his expert college robes or whatever, the blue ones, and then he gets the eye of Agamotto on, and then he gets the cape, and it's it, mm, I love and then his he cape. Pops the collar on the cape, and it's it looks really good. And he done, and yeah. he gets the sideburns. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Doesn't the collar pop itself? No, he, he pops it. He, like he pops it. He pops it and then he starts to wipe away his tears. And then it wipes his yeah. tears, yeah. Because I was, <laughs> there, his tears. there are three distinct moments in this movie where I can compare this to Avengers. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, not Avengers. Um, the Incredibles, where they have that moment where they're like, and it's like, uh, you know, they do the superhero pose with the whole family. Yeah. There's three distinct moments that are like that for me in this movie. Number one, when he's rising up from yep. the ground right when his cape is on and it saves him. Ooh, that's number one moment. Second moment after that battle, when he takes the cape and he flips it on him, like, and then he walks. That's moment number two. Iconic. Moment number three is when he pops the collar when he's crying. Those are two, three moments every single time I get the chills. I'm yep. like, oh, yeah, Dr. Strange. That's him. Is, is it weird that I had the tingles when you were talking about yes, it? <laughs> I just got goosebumps because it's so good. Wait, and peeps. to me. I didn't have those moments so here's my question with then. other superheroes so that I did with him. Here's my question. Do you really like Doctor Strange or do you like the cape? Because all of those were cape moments. Oh, I love the cape, but let's talk about Cape-y. Doctor Strange. I'm Cape-y. going to transition Cape-y. us into our magic Hold discussion. Hold on. Luis wanted to say something and, about I, the cape? and I didn't allow him. Is he really crying? Yeah, he was yeah, crying. Yeah, he was crying at one He's point. He's crying because Christine left him. No, it was right as the ancient one was dying. That's when yeah, he was crying. Yeah, it has to be because I, I don't remember. What come, uh, he also cried when Christine left him. Uh, was that in the beginning? Are you talking about in the when, beginning? At the well, end? it's because she died, but he washes his hands, and then he's like, I have to go now, and he kisses her, and then he's crying. But it is because the ancient one dies. Okay, you're right. Yeah. yeah. But also because Christine left him. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, Christine walked out the door, not, like, yeah, left him. She like leave him. <laughs> yeah. They, like, they were actually like... I have to go now. On a pretty good footing at that point. Yeah, that was the yeah, best yeah. moment of the whole movie, yeah. man. <laughs> pretty I know, sure I know. they still agree to be pen pals. Pen pals. Pen yes. pals. Pen pals. <laughs> you mean email pals. Email each other. Even though she doesn't respond. <laughs> but besides the point, um, let's get into... Does anyone have anything else to say about Benedict, though? Ben. Benny. I love Benjamin. Benjamin. Not Benjamin Button. Benjamin Cumberbatch. Benedict. I love eggs, Benedict. Favorite breakfast food. Go ahead. Magic. Transition Magic. 
the coolest oh, i think dr strange might have my number one spot the coolest thing about dr strange is that you can learn how to harness energies from different dimensions to use this power so in my mind I'm going right now to Kamartage and I'm going to learn how to do it. Kamartage. I'm, I'm worthy, right? Like, I mean, yeah. obviously you have to be worthy. Like, he's very intelligent and kind of had, they called him a gift, a gift for, you know, the mystic arts. Um, so that plays into it as it does in Harry Potter. Um, yeah, but we ain't getting no Hogwarts letter and we still can be magical. Right. They have to ch- kind of choose you. I just got to walk around uh, Katmandu going, Kamartage? 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 The coolest thing, like in the beginning of the movie, he's a complete, excuse my language, but he is. He's a jerk. Maybe we should just change the rating for like Sorry. Marvel Month. Yeah. Marvel <laughs> Month is going to be rated most, PG-13. Most of these movies are rated PG-13. So uh, Maybe your children shouldn't listen to these ones. I don't know. Well, if your kids have seen the movies, we'll be using some of the similar language that's used in the movies. Okay. We so apologize. some of the feelings I have about him is when I first watched this in theaters, Within those first 30 minutes, you just see how much of a jerk he is. And then he gets into this car crash, right? And you're like, you had it coming. Like, you kind of feel like that. And then wow. he's like, it, I could have fixed my hands better than you guys. Like, he's very, very It did himself, feel very right? cathartic so, to watch him crash that car um, after he It was had, not pretty. But that car that you will never drive it, in your entire life. It's hard life. for oh, you so nice. to sympathize <laughs> with him as much at first. I still sympathize with him. But he's a jerk about it, right? So, all of that had to happen because he had... To be Doctor Strange. He is Doctor Strange. If all of that would have happened, he wouldn't have been <laughs> as good of a Doctor Strange as he is today. He wouldn't have been able to harness his powers as good as he does. Um, and he wouldn't be able to save the whole universe in Infinity War Part 2, which is what's going to happen. <laughs> um, he is the key to everything. His powers are so cool. That's all I have to are say. You, are you done? No. <laughs> I have never heard you rant so much. Are you sure he's not the Little Mermaid? Like yeah. he could be. All <laughs> I remember like is close. when we watched Infinity War. Spoiler alert! I'm sure you guys have seen. Oh my it gosh! No, but when we watched talking, Infinity listen, War, listen, listen. We're talking about Doctor Strange. I know. Let's not talk about Infinity oh, he's War. He's so right cool. Now. Okay. I'm pretty sure everyone's ears were just blown out without Infinity War. <laughs> what do you have to say about the magic, Luis? Because you said you do like it better than Harry Potter magic. Yeah. No wands <laughs> needed. <laughs> <laughs> no, Harry and Harry Potter doesn't seem like he could open up a uh, you know hole in you know the atmosphere and then stick your hand in and come out with a book. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. True, that was true. Cool. I, I like love how, that. Uh, they're pretty much able. I mean, forget about flying. Forget about teleporting. Let me just open you know a hole in reality, jump through, and end up in you know yeah. uh, Mount Everest. The concept you know? of the sling rings are cool. really great. I agree. I think it's really interesting because, and uh, and of course, um, I know we do a lot of Harry Potter talk on this show, but mm-hmm. a lot of it comes because it's just so po- like it's so popular. It's popular. It's prevalent, and we're all very we familiar all love with it. it. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, so that is like what most people think of when they think magic. They th- and they call him a wizard yes. and a sorcerer and yes. things. So it's like same verbiage, but like you said. In Harry Potter, most of the time, they don't always have to use their wands, but they're using... They're they're creating spells, but over here, they're talking about using energy, which seems much more realistic to me. Yes. You know what I mean? Because it's, I was worried when I came into this movie. I really was. was. Gonna I thought it was going to be a little stupid. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't mean that in a bad way, but no, when, when you have all of these very realistic characters, like I get that Thor is from another... D- 
planet, planet, mm-hmm. I guess, or whatever. I get that that's a little otherworldly for us, but everyone on Earth is thinking like, oh my God, he came from another planet right. just like I would be. So for this, I was worried that it was going to be too out there, that the whole universe was going to kind of like go into yes. some like very make-believe way. Mm-hmm. And this seems like something that could actually yeah. happen. Yeah. I, the, uh, oh, go ahead. I, I really I really like the magic that they that they propose in this in this movie. Like in comparison to Harry Potter, Harry Potter, they're like they're able to like manipulate energies here on Earth. And that's that's why they can't reach into a portal. Mm-hmm. They have to summon something to them. And that's why they can't uh, uh, make weapons out of thin air. They, yeah. have, to, they have to use oh. spells and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. With the, with the relics, the relics are cool. But pulling from other dimensions to create what is viewed as magic in Doctor Strange is is very cool it as well. So and I think cool. that's why I like the ancient one so much is because when she when he first gets to Comartage and he's trying to understand and she's explaining she, to him how it works. That's what I was gonna she talk says about. Like she you, she's like, so well, well, you can call it magic and you can call it a spell, but right. really, what we're doing is manipulating energy, yeah. and that call to it a me, program, if you want, exactly. I think that is so cool yes. because that is realistic. And even if, I mean, and you don't want to get like super into this, but like talking about like an astral plane, mm-hmm. like having different oh, planes on so cool. on Earth. Yeah. That's all things I think that are really true, which is they're taking it to another yes. level. It's very so she, the ancient one, I, I'm obsessed with her. I love her so much. But she explains the concept of quote unquote magic so, so, so well. Mm-hmm. Even when he first gets there, she literally pushes him out of his body, is opening his third eye with whatever was in that tea. I don't know. I need some. But <laughs> she said it was just tea. She, I know. I don't think it was. Um, that whole scene. I think I think you made the comment that it was kind of corny because he thought that, of course, the old dude was the ancient one. Yes. And then it ends up being this girl. That's, and that's, you're like, this is going to be kind of corny. That's and a part of it that I really didn't like. And about then the movie. boom. Hold on. What didn't you like? Cool, okay. So, uh, he gets the commentage. He goes inside. There's an old, a- older Asian man sitting there. Master and then, Hamir. Master Hamir. And then Doctor Strange is like, "Oh, ancient one, uh, I'm so uh, grace to meet to meet you or whatever." And then you know, uh, Tilda Swinton comes up behind him. It's like, "Ha ha, I'm actually the ancient one." Blah blah blah. But in the comics, the ancient one actually is an old Asian man. And during the production of this movie, they decided to change genders so that they would reduce the amount of like Asian stereotypes right. that they were put in this movie. Right. So they were going to cast an Asian woman. But then I think they decided to put Tilda Swinton in it to further reduce the amount of Asian stereotypes. But I think what that ended up doing is just reduce the amount of speaking roles for Asians in the movie. Completely. You know? Well, and I, I love her. She's though. an interesting White choice. I think she did a great job, yeah, but it's so good. interesting because ev- almost, I won't say every, but many of her roles in other movies yeah. are always like she might have a gender, but it's always very neutral. She's like the ethereal lady. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it was really interesting that she did that, but I agree with you um, that the Asian influence that should have been there was reduced. And I think it's like you said, I, I understand why you don't want to be stereotypical, right? but also it's like, why is there one Asian dude here? Yeah, exactly. Plus Wong. <laughs> like, I need, like, it's not realistic yes, to exactly. where yes. they're at. But then that scene becomes one of my favorite. And if you saw Dr. Strange on the big screen, you know what I mean? This is where special effects just get all sorts of crazy. And where the magic gets all sorts of crazy. 
She's it's, just it's the first going through different dimensions. Real introduction and, of oh it, Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's she so gives cool. him, like, little baby hands on the ends of all stop, his fingers. Stop, 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 <laughs> stop. Do not talk about that scene. That is not a scene in that movie. That Luis is, is looking so. at me because he knows. I like to think of that universe as the worst fear. Like, you become your worst fear, and he's so obsessed with his hands that he becomes his hands. That's what that's I think of that. That's really smart, but it also makes hands on hands on hands. Actually, that would seem like his dream because he's obviously obsessed with his hands. Why wouldn't he want to be his hands? <laughs> oh, no, man, because I have so many when hands the hands now. are coming out of him, they're still you broken. Guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, <laughs> you guys. Emily is cocooning herself. The uh, mirror dimension. Okay, there was a mirror dimension, okay, Emily. This is how I feel. And I'm, you, you can hate me. That was my least favorite scene in the whole movie. Really? Where she's sending where him she's, through on a trip. Where she opens his inner eye. His third eye. Other things... All the other things, the mirror dimension, the way that man- things are manipulated, it's so Inception-y. Mm-hmm. If you guys have seen Inception, yeah. totally love that movie. It reminds me of that. Yeah. But that particular one wasn't my favorite because I feel like a lot of movies have done that type sure. of trip with people, and I felt like it was a little bit outplayed mm-hmm. for me personally. Okay. Yeah. Because like when Ant-Man does when we'll talk about perhaps we'll talk about ant-man mm-hmm. in the future like when he he goes down subatomics the, the or whatever dimension or whatever it's similar yeah. and when you go into other yeah. types of things and they're going through all the dimensions it's similar um, the dinosaur okay. did it too with the yeah uh, when they were yeah like tripping on the yes fruit. See, i never thought of it that way i think the reason i like i especially like the image of when she first you know, punches him in the chest and he comes out of his body. Yes. He's it's in the astral, astral world, yes. in the astral plane, and he comes back. And in that moment, the expression on his face when he's back in his body is like, what just happened yeah. to me? This is so lame. But if you know me, you know I'm into like hippie kind of stuff. I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> Emily's looking at her like she's about to say she's in a cult. I'm no, re- you're, I'm you're, you're spiritual. Water. I'm very spiritual. Um, a water cult, yes. Water I, like, I like to read very like, books about spirituality and stuff. So I'm reading a book right now called the power of now. And it's about, um, basically about how you can live outside of your mind. So there's like three parts of yourself. It's, it's quote unquote supposed to be like the path to enlightenment, but kind of a more modern take on it. So you have your body, you have your mind, which is in your body and you think constantly all day, every day. And so your thoughts control you and you think you are your mind, but you can create the sense of a third person. If you can observe yourself thinking, then you can control your mind to like make it quiet. Mm-hmm. So there's like this third person. So when he did that, I was like, babe, that's the third person right there. That's the third <laughs> person. <laughs> and I, I was all, he's enlightened. And Andre yeah. just looked at me like, shut up, like, whatever. Well, so I think that's, that's why it's too. Like, so cool. That's very cool. And I didn't mind the part like when she sends him up into like the atmosphere and mm-hmm. then he comes all the way down. That, that didn't bug you? That, none of that bothered me. It was when it was like the constant like color flow and it yeah. was just like this. Yeah. Like you're going through... I mean, Doctor Who does it all the time, and maybe that's why I'm overplayed it. Sure. Like, because okay. Doctor Who is all so up in that. the effects The effects were, were what of, bothered me. Okay. Um, but not to say they weren't gorgeous. Yeah, I love it. Completely imaginative. Really but I don't think I've ever really seen anything like that before, necessarily. Yeah, that's true. With that level of effects, no. Mm-hmm. This movie, it's interesting, because like... I like Louis. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, because this movie, it was, it was directed by Scott Derrickson, and this guy has mainly directed horror movies. He directed like really? Sinister and uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose and stuff like that. So thinking about oh. it from that aspect, he's using like a lot of like that not super horrific imagery, but no, but it's pretty psychedelic. But it's, yeah, psychedelic. Uh, and those hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't even say the word. Okay, <laughs> we'll get off the topic of the hands. <laughs> 
So, anyways, I, I love Doctor Strange, but who did who? Do you, I don't know if anybody. <laughs> that's so gross. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. You want to talk about fingers. your favorite character? Who's my favorite? I already know it's Wong. It's got to be Wong, right? Louise's favorite character is Wong. Yours Louis, is Wong? you want to talk about Wong Wong? <laughs> I really shouldn't call him Wong Wong. Like Ron Ron. Wong Wong. <laughs> Wong Wong. Even in Infinity War, you were like Wong. <laughs> I do like Wong. No, Wong is pretty cool. Wong is great. Um, Wong listening to Beyonce. <laughs> Actually, you guys are going to laugh. My favorite character out of all of them is uh, the the evil dude. Mordo? Yeah. No. no. Well, he's not evil Caecilius? yet. Caecilius? Caecilius. Oh, Caecilius. Uh, the only reason why is because of that interaction that, that him and Doctor Strange have at the when they first meet. <laughs> where where uh, Caecilius is trying to address him. And then, like, there's a doctor. He he says, Oh, and you are Mr. Doctor. And he's like, Mr. Doctor. Mr. Doctor. And, like, Caecilius is so serious about it. Like, he's he's no BS. And he's like, I love when I love that. It's strange. Like, he's trying to say, My name is, it's strange. Like, Doctor Strange. And he's like, Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's calling him Mr. Doctor. (laughs) I love that. And then I love Luis when. They're fighting, and, and Doctor Strange like grabs this like glowing orb thingy, and he's like looking at him, and Caecilius is like, "You don't know how to use that, do you?" And he's like, "Uh." <laughs> <laughs> I read it's that that's funny. actually a, a teleportation device. Oh, um, yeah, it did look like a pensieve. Well, let's talk about that for a little bit. I know that we were supposed to be doing um, favorite characters, and this will lead into mine. But that's one of my. F- Luis is making hand gestures at me right now to try to get me freaked out by hands, and that's just rude. Hands. Y'all. <laughs> Stop being... She's got to leave the podcast. Stop it. Oh <laughs> you guys. Um, oh, there. Michelle just opened a portal. She's gone. <laughs> that's actually one of my favorite scenes is when they're fighting because I didn't understand the first time I was watching it. It's definitely like... The a, intro scene? No, no, no. Oh. Like, each time I watch it now, when they're fighting, mm-hmm. you see all of these cases of relics. Yeah. And at yeah, first, so for cool. me, I didn't understand, like, what the relics were mm-hmm. until Mordo kind of explains it. There, there are something that chooses you to help you fight yes. in this, you and know... some powers are too strong for them to manipulate, so they have to put them into objects. Yeah, yes. so they're, like, imbuing other things with power. So when you were watching this... Okay, I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> Michelle's we'll about to get <laughs> punched in. Me and Emily both look at Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> so that scene is really cool because now I know a lot about our MCU, but I don't know a lot about the comic universe. Mm-hmm. So looking at all those different uh, relics, it's almost like you want to figure out what each one yeah, is. Yeah. You know, it's so cool. So that leads me to my favorite character, Capy. The cloak KP. of levitation. He is also my favorite character. <laughs> What's better, the cloak of levitation or the invisibility cloak? Cloak I don't of levitation. Know. For easy. sure. Yeah, There's yeah. a personality in that no, cape. I know. Number that one, cape is hilarious. Looks better. Yeah. <laughs> the only ca- the only <laughs> character more arrogant than <laughs> Doctor Strange <laughs> is Capy. <laughs> when he's like punching him, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so f- here's the deal about the cape, you guys. If you have never seen this movie, stop listening to this podcast. But right. <laughs> 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 this, so pretty much, I feel like. They're, they're doing their fight. Caecilius and Doctor Strange are fighting around all these relics. And really, Doctor Strange is just trying to stay alive. Let's be real. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't really know what he's doing. He's just... He doesn't even want to be there. No, he doesn't want to be there. He's just <laughs> running around trying not to die. And the cape is in 
the like a, a case, a case yeah. and he's literally as soon, um, as soon as he breaks the case but but before he breaks the case it literally looks like it's viewing him like <laughs> it's, it's like, kind it's of like moving, turning its shoulders yes, it's like turning back and forth and as a shaped cape as if it was on somebody mm-hmm. so it looks like it's like hmm are you are you worthy hmm. senor right should i wrap my cape <laughs> around your shoulder should i put my little sling around your shoulder right <laughs> so then uh Kaecilius, i think he throws doctor strange into it mm-hmm. um and then the cape like ends up coming out it like it like blocks it, like it blocks it, an attack yes literally like one of the arms come, or the the bottom of the cape was like Blocking him like, off. Not my man. Right? This is my dude. Whoa. My so, dude. <laughs> I think if the cape is a woman, I know that sounds, I think it has a female personality for sure. That's why like, he's wiping his tears. Like later. his mom. Yeah. Wait, don't miss my son. Right? <laughs> and then, don't grab that axe. <laughs> Go and then like thing. Michelle said, one of the best moments in the whole thing is he, Dr. Strange ends up getting blasted backwards over the top of a staircase. Mm-hmm. And so you see him fall and you're thinking like, Ooh, oh, so good. He's not good at this whole sling ring thing. He's probably going to die right now <laughs> or at least get really hurt going back over this thing. Right. And you see, and if, if you blink, you probably could miss it, but you see the cape like whoo, fly like after so him. Fast, yeah. And then he rises like like the coolest Aladdin on a magic carpet ever and rises up and the cape is opening like straight up defying gravity. If you guys have ever never. Right. He looks like (laughs) Elphaba. He's defying gravity for sure. So it was a beautiful moment. And it all has to do with that dang cape. All right. Okay. (laughs) Cape is great. Cape is great. Um, KB does remind me of the carpet from Aladdin like a lot. Right? Because like it's personality. Yeah. There, yeah, personality. And then also there was one episode of the Aladdin TV show where Aladdin, he's like in like a tournament or something like that. And so he puts on like a suit of armor, but then he puts carpet in like the chest of the suit and then wears it. And so like he's like flying. Oh <laughs> like, my like god! Like Superman because carpet <laughs> is inside of his suit of armor. And I was like... Well, that's how man. I need one of those. Well, that's that's hilarious. Doctor Strange flies too. It's his cape. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The cape, mm-hmm. the cape oh, yeah. flies for him. The cape. Well, oh, and on top of that, yeah. the cape helps him levitate. Mm-hmm. It literally saves him. And at one point, it literally fights an entire dude. It attacks yeah. a dude for him. Yeah. <laughs> like for like an extended period. Literally, of time. Like, it keeps panning back and like smacking the dude's <laughs> head on the ground and stuff like that. It's great. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and I literally turned to Luis and was like. I need me one of these. Like, they did yeah. a lot of cool, inventive stuff with the action in this movie. Like this whole fight scene that we're talking about is a lot of fun. At one point, Doctor Strange is, is running from Caecilius. He throws like a, a bookcase down behind him, and then Caecilius just like runs on the wall <laughs> like, <laughs> and jumps off. He's like, thought. no big deal. <laughs> you thought I, my favorite part of the fight scene, and I I like want this in my house is the thing where there's like three portals, but yes. they're not portals, but you can just push a button and go somewhere else. That is so cool to yeah. me. It reminds well, I don't know if you thought this, but I always, I got like Star Wars feels. Yeah, like as they were going to the, the different dimensions, like uh-huh. I felt very like they were ending up it on. It was so cool. We've actually Tatooine seen, or we've something. We've actually seen the cape when we saw um, at California Adventure. We all yes. saw. It we all saw. Oh, we were well, all you there. You guys were there. Yeah, there we saw Kate. Yeah, we were there. <laughs> oh, you there guys was were there? the lady who was t- all telling us all this Marvel yes, stuff. Yes, like, mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, we don't know any of this. We saw Capey man. Okay, whoa, whoa! I took pictures. I also took pictures. Okay, so Michelle didn't care. No, so what we did was we walked 
in California Adventure where they show like the movie previews, previews and things. Yeah. yeah. We walked in there and they had the entire suit on display or this not a suit. Doctor Strange's his, his outfit. outfit. And I was we were all looking at we it. We were and like, ooh. And the lady comes up and she goes, You know, this was like the actual one, right? And I even thought to myself, like, ooh. Cumberbatch wore Ben that. was in that. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, but it's it's such a cool cape. I think one of my favorite things about it is that it's not um connected. No, it's not like I want to say congruent. That sounds stupid. It's not like the same on both sides. Right. It's it's like longer on one side. But on the top, it's different too. One side has they both have collars, but one side comes across on his chest, and the other side is like more open. Mm. So it's very angular it has movement. Oh yeah, it's super cool. That's true. Yeah, it like it like crosses his his body more, and the other one is yeah. up on his shoulder. That's it's, cool. It's a it's a cloak. It's it's really cool. Ugh. I Maybe it. I should call it cloaky, but KP sounds cloaky. so much cooler. <laughs> Lo- Cloaky KP. Guess right. what? It's time for. We should have sang the Marvel song. Dun, dun, How does it dun, go? Magic battle. Magic battle. Oh, that song. I was so confused as to what you guys were saying. The Marvel intro thingy. The fanfare. All right, ladies and gents, for this week's battle, we are going to bring in. The cape oh, and capey. the carpet. Oh, versus all right, carpet. I'm paint the scenario for you. Guys. Okay, okay. okay. You guys are at a very rad Disney cocktail party. All right, okay. elegant wine, red wine, white wine, any kind of wine there is. <laughs> all the wine. You have all these characters there. Okay, you have cape, mm-hmm. and then you also have the carpet. Okay. Aladdin's carpet. Aladdin's carpet. Okay, Beast gets angry. Beast and from the X-Men? Yeah, okay. for, from, from the X-Men gets angry and fights Beast from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Wait, I've never seen X-Men. It's okay. He's it doesn't a big, matter. Yes, yes. He's blue big fairy blue. guy. His, so, his name is Beast. Okay. As the beasts are beasting, mm-hmm. <laughs> a whole lot of wine is thrown up in the air. Oh, no, the wine. Okay. So What? Elsa could just freeze For this <laughs> battle, who is more likely to fight a stain on themselves? <laughs> And what? win. The cape or the carpet? <laughs> Who would beat a stain on themselves? So they're, they're all drenched in wine? Both of them, yes. yes. Who is more likely KP to defeat that stain? I'm going to mic drop right now. Go. <laughs> I think I think KP probably can sustain some stains, you know? He could... <laughs> He could wick them away. He's probably he's probably hydrophobic. He could like just like, let the you, you know, don't know if he's hydrophobic. Let, you don't know that he's not hydrophobic. <laughs> carpet, <laughs> carpet. On the other hand, is a carpet. Carpets are you unfortunate. Know, unfortunate. They need oxygen. Yeah, he's like a rug. Yeah. He's, this uh, is how I look at it. There's there's a good thing going for carpet in that she. I always feel like it's a she. What color but was maybe the wine? It's a he. He Red said all wine. kinds of rhymes. All the rhymes. All the rhymes. <laughs> Here's the deal. Carpet has um, designs, and designs are easy, more easily hiding of stains, oh. right? It's not like He's a got white. some darker spots. Right? Mm. You never know. But KP is red. Okay, you guys, I have a revelation. <clears throat> All right? I'm looking at pictures of Doctor Strange, and I just realized KP is a reversible cape. He's got a different pattern on the <gasps> inside. KP gets drenched in wine, flip-flop. Oh my gosh, it is. It now has I'm a different checkered. pattern on the inside. Done. Checkered print. KP wins. No. Hey, Andre, KP wins. <laughs> Ems. KP 
KP wins. <laughs> Michelle. KP wins, but only because I think if it got, like, wine stains on it, he could just pour more wine on it and, like, tie-dye it. You guys didn't <laughs> hear my second reason, though, right? The first one was for carpet, that mm-hmm. there's designs. But I'm going to say that I feel like KP has had some battles before True. and probably That's has gotten fine. blood on them before, mm. and he's just like, nah. So KP used to be white. Yeah. <laughs> KP used to be white. Because he has been drenched in the blood of all the yeah, Cagliostro K- problems. <laughs> the cloak of levitation wins. Yeah, that was what a about good you, one, Lou. Uh, you know what? I won't lie to you guys. I really, it's kind of a tough one for me because, um, you know, carpet was locked in that room for a very, very long time. Yeah. And um, the Cape of Wonders room. Yeah, the Cape of Wonders room. The Cape of Wonders. And, um,. <laughs> Personally, I think because of the material, it's thicker and it could sustain a stain, so it could probably take a punch carpet okay. more than mm-hmm. uh, the cape can. So for that reason, I would have said, you know, um, carpet. Carpet. Oh, okay. you know what? I'm going to give one more good to a carpet or two carpet. Carpet. I hate carpet. Well, like what? in my house. Oh. oh I know. <laughs> in general, you hate carpet. That's no. That you, you hate that carpet. Carpet can, like, put itself into all kinds of like shapes and stuff and i don't know if the cape can do that the cape sure. is more of a person like a a thing mm-hmm. versus like carpet that could probably ring itself out oh that's a you good know what point. i mean like mm. pull it up into a ball and then like ring and twist i don't know if kp could do that true maybe beast and beast just need to not fight that would be nice yeah louise final question which which beast is winning i already know which oh, beast is winning hank all the way yeah it's hank hank, hank all the way Hank is the x-men character hank McCoy. oh oh i thought the other beast hank is smarter He's a genius. Yeah, he's a, but he's a, he's a genius. Yeah, but the other beast has a lot of like pent up energy, and the other beast mm-hmm. is kind of a. Kind no, nah, you've only seen Beast in the X Men movies. Beast is super cool. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the cartoon? No. Why did you battle over? Battle over. I mean, he's pretty ba. Hold on, Louis. I thought that your favorite character in the X Men the X Men universe got him done. I thought your favorite Wong character was Mordo. Mordo. Where? In this movie. Doctor Strange. Mordo. Which is Mordo? Oh my god, stop. Chai, what tell it's your for? No, I can't take his, his name seriously because no, it makes me think of Mordor. No, no, yeah, no, 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 me too. I, I like Calcinius. Cal- I like him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but do you like Mordo? I mean, he's great. He's awesome. I mean, he's the rule follower. I don't, yes. ca- I don't care for Mordo. Mordo's great because his whole supervillain origin story <laughs> at the end of the movie is like, you guys, you guys broke the rules and the rules are important. I don't, I can't hang out with you anymore because I don't break rules. I'm going to go break the rules to steal magic from everybody else. I'm going to go break the rules so I don't break rules. Yeah. To punish well, all those who which break is just the rules. Which was exactly what you guys well, did. Well, the thing so stupid. is, is that he was just so upset that, that, you know, the Sorcerer Supreme was drawing power from the Dark, um, dimension. The dark, dark dimension. dimension. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. She wasn't going like full on cray cray. And also, you know? they all pull power from other dimensions all the time. Yeah. Right? She was just so I guess it's just the Dark Dimension. I that's no good. with her. She was just doing what she thought was best. And I made and I made this comment to Andre earlier uh, yesterday when we were watching it. that I think the reason I like the Sorcerer Supreme so much is that she is not perfect. Like, right. a lot of times, uh, I mean, this can be relatable to Harry Potter, too. Like, for books and books and books, we were like, Dumbledore is perfect. Yeah. Right? And then he got more real when he was not. Mm-hmm. Like, he was more relatable. So, I I think of her truthful like that. And I reveal. really, I, I love her. I think she's so, so cool. Well, and I think it's more truthful, too, because I'm not trying to say that it's okay to do bad things 
in the in the light of good, but I think that but that's a very truthful of what actually happens in real life. And it's something right. that Marvel movies are really paying attention to yeah. right now as well. Like superheroes are doing bad things. To gotta eat to live, gotta still to eat. Tell you all about it when I got the time. All oh right, Andre Al- Aladdin, all Aldre. <laughs> Mordo just kind of bugs me. I don't know what it is. Something irks me about him. Well, he's very even from the beginning. He's v- even though he's respectful, mm-hmm. it's like overly respectful because of like anger and stuff, which is really interesting sure. because he shares yeah. that when he first came to Kamartage, um, I feel like I say it so ridiculous. The first time he Kamartage. comes to Kamartage. Kamartage. the first time he gets there, you know, he shares that he was very angry and mm-hmm. that he tells the, the ancient one that she helped him fight his fight demons, his demons right. and she says no 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 i'm helping you to rise above your demons mm-hmm. right because you can't Which get rid is of the it. third eye that's what's supposed to happen you're supposed to observe your demons <laughs> they ain't, they're still there but you exactly but i think that that's interesting because he didn't see himself as still having them mm-hmm. and he yeah. obviously did because they were completely gone yes and when you watch him in every interaction he's very aggressive with his quote-unquote respectfulness but yeah, i think I it's think because he, he hasn't really dealt with his issues and he's just like, like I feel on like top he of never it. even really liked Doctor Strange from the beginning. I just got like weird vibes from him. Even when he was trying to teach him stuff, like Doctor Strange got a good punch in and he was like, ah. Oh. Well, uh, no, I think it's because he was annoyed that Doctor Strange was so like good. He was rising no, that he was, quite quickly. Well, that he was that, but he's also not very nice. Like right. I wouldn't like him in real life either. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Really, the only person he was actually kind of nice to was Wong. Like even though he like he joked with, he him. Would joked he with would Wong, joke with Wong, but he didn't joke with with Mordor. You want to know the coolest... Oh, I forgot about this. One of the coolest things Doctor Strange did was while he was sleeping, he had his astral body read books for him. That's why he's so smart. Can you imagine how that would have been in med school? You You know how many times I've tried to sleep and read at the same time? A lot. Every night you do that. (laughs) Every night he falls asleep with his iPad full of comic books on him. Yeah. I never keep reading after I fall asleep. Also, um, Andre had mentioned this to me yesterday, and I... Don't necessarily pay attention to the comic universes as much as you do or say Luis might as well. Mm -hmm. But you are saying that Iron Fist and Doctor Strange kind of drew their powers from the same world or that they learned in like a similar. It's funny that you say that because the first time we watched this movie, Luis was like, or no, no, excuse me. Mm -hmm. When Iron Fist as a TV show came out, because this one came out first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When that happened, he was like. Dude, this is what do they call it? Now I can't remember. Kung Lun. He's like he's like Kamartaj and Kung Lun are definitely the same exact thing. Like one's (laughs) in the sky and one or they're both in the Himalayas or Kathmandu or whatever. Kind of pulled on that like like even what um the show or the blah 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 that lady. They're like neighbors. Yeah, like they both draw. I think it's almost exactly energy from the same area. How he has an iron fist. Kamartaj and and Kung Lun. Like well, you know how like it's like it's that whole. you know, they're uh, across the mountain from each other, right? Yeah, they're across the mountain. Real estate yes. company that builds all the track homes. It's yeah, pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. And you know what else is there too? That place that I could never say the oh, name no, of. No, 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 that's a different universe. Though. I don't care. It's the uh, same. It's in the same place. Uh, League of Assassins place. Oh, tell um, me, it's not the same I, place. I the yes, that, that. Yes, I agree, with yeah. Emily. Yeah, it, it it's called? all it's all the same place. What is it called? I can't remember. I can never remember the name. And Luis will say it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I've never but seen it's, that. it's where Ra's al Ghul lives. Yeah, yeah. the Ra- oh, Ra's al Ghul, the Rosh place. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's there too. I'm Different just saying, comics universe. That's I know it is, but right, but Batman Ra's al Ghul. But yes, it's all it's all that same like, uh, Eastern Asian, uh, mystical. 
ethereal. It's like you're in the mountains. Anything can happen. Mountain, yeah. I love it, though. Like, that's Are you a white my... dude in the mountains? Guess what? You about to get some powers, dog. <laughs> you're about to get killed or be killed. So You might you be know. reborn. I love, I love it, though. I, I absolutely love it. So do you want to hear my, my problem with this movie? Yeah. And this yeah. was an original issue. And when I watch it and think about it, it still bugs me, but I can get over it. Sure. I did not like how easy, relatively easy it was for him to get to Comartage. Right. Because in the grand scheme of things, what happened well. is Doctor Strange is a butthead. He's a big baby. He's a big old baby. He can't get his... Oh, I my hands. <laughs> oh. He gets in the car accident. His hands are messed up. He can no longer be a doctor. And he finds out about a medical patient who was 100% going to be paralyzed for the rest of his life and how, quote-unquote, somehow was able to relive and walk. He finds Jonathan Pangborn. Pangborn, yes. Yeah. Pangborn. Pangborn? I don't know if that's his first name, but anywho. Finds Pangborn yeah. and the, literally... The miscongeniality. Yes. <laughs> literally... They have a two-second conversation on a basketball court in the ghetto. (laughs) And literally, he says this. I went to Camartage. I had spiritual enlightenment. Couldn't handle the stuff they were dealing, though. So I bounced out and had a normal life. Came back here. Good luck. And legitimately, he gets on a plane to Kathmandu, yeah, he runs around money. for about two seconds, and is like, <laughs> We don't know how long he's been Kamartage. there. He no, could no. have been there a long time. Kamartage. Kamartage. That Anybody doesn't bug got me. Some he's at his lowest point. He had nothing to lose. He could have been there for a long time. We don't know how long he was there. You know there. what? Me and Ems have this discussion so many times. I just believe my lovely wife does, does not suspend the whole... Uh, Don't suspend her disbelief. Sequence, sure. of skipping in movies because yeah. she has the same argument with Batman, uh, the third one, and when he's pretty much in the hole, Dark and then he Rises. ends up back in Gotham. Yes. time has passed. It's like a skip scene. He literally jumps out of the hole, and then he's in Gotham. That is so stupid. <laughs> it's a skip scene. I need a musical sequence, and then I'll be okay with it. No. I think I think that in in this movie, in Doctor Strange in particular, they could have <laughs> they could have utilized showing that that time passing a little bit more. Like he was basically out of money when he went to Pangborn, and he was already so out of money. He was out of money. So for him to get on the flight to get over there and then to actually find the place, I kind of wish that they would have shown him being like homeless for six months and maybe humbling himself. That's a exactly bit. Nah, what I'm saying. No, I didn't need that. that's what I'm saying. No, because he mentions that he spent the last. I heard the one on phrase on getting there. Yes, but right. he, it. but it seems like he may have been walking around for three days. Right. Like you're telling me, you literally found, found some place in like the middle of. Listen, Catmandu because his hair is messed up and he got a bushy beard. Okay, (laughs) and it goes back to him being destined to be him. Yeah, it doesn't, you know. Well, then they could have said that she was probably looking through the eye of Agamotto that whole time and was like, "He's coming," but she knew because she knew when he came there. Like she already knew he was coming. If they had said that, then if I had heard one phrase of like. Yes, we saw you, but you had to humble yourself because we saw you coming. Right. Then I would have been okay with all that. But thing. she did see him coming because she knew his name. She knew how many surgeries he had had. She knew all that stuff. Yeah, but I think that's because she's the ancient one, not because she was like yeah, but checking she up looks on him. Through time with the eye of Agamotto. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's how she said. Remember, she was like, I look into my future so many times and this is the last moment I see for myself. So that's how she knew she was going to die. Then. Yeah. So I, I don't know. She knew right. he was coming. So my main problem with this movie and I couldn't get over it was like he just like shows up on like Camartage's doorstep. Yeah. Then I'm like, well, then why isn't everybody and their mother going to Camartage? Right. Like get Camartage. Right. I need to get Tajed one time. (laughs) So he gets there. He does his whole thing. And then the movie really picks up. Yes. 
for me, it was a little bit slow. And I, I know, realize I'm asking for more mm-hmm. in a slow part. I get that. Yes. Um, so I think the utilization would have been a little better. But then after that... It gets going. Is, it is going. Yeah. I will admit that he gets good at the magic very, very quick. Yes. But yes. I, I also imagine he's read that entire library. Oh, for sure. Because mm-hmm. he for sure has. Like, he's just a quick learner. I really like the amount of books that that he read in, in this in this movie. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I... Doctor re- Strange, is, he is in the comics, the Sanctum Sanctorum, it's wall-to-wall books. It's books everywhere. He's He does two things. They lock he, up their books better, he protects He protects this earthly realm from dark magic, and he reads books. That's the ah! two things that Doctor Strange does. Do you want to know what I really like about the library? I know this is probably stupid for me to be like so hung up on this, but I think it is so cool how no magic is... like. Even though there's books that are like tied up mm-hmm. inside of this library, like oh, sorry, Harry Potter reference, like the restricted <laughs> section, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone can read it. Yeah, like I like yeah, that. Yeah, they that can read it. They just have to get approval. No, I know, but I think that's really cool that right. like there's nothing that is no censorship. No censorship because that makes it like, like I don't know. I feel like that makes it a little bit more Except for those six books that the Sorcerer Supreme had. No, she could. You could still read it. You just couldn't practice the magic, right? Oh, Don't which do I it. think that's really cool because then it allows it to be a little bit more transparent in the magical way. Yeah, you know what I mean. He yeah. obviously is not listening to that and totally <laughs> doing they it. They were like shocked when he did the time thing. They were like, "How the heck did you do that? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be really, really good to do that." And he was like, "I don't know. I just read well, the book." Sorry, I read the book. He's all, "I read the book. It just followed the directions." They didn't put the warnings before the show. <laughs> <laughs> so if. If anyone is confused about how the Eye of Agamotto works or what the Eye of Agamotto even is, pretty much at the center of Kamartage, everyone is around. They're learning their sorcery things in the bit in the middle of. Do they call Kamartage a sanctum? No, it's no, not. It's like not the school. A, it's yes. like the school. It's but the there's, college. There's three sanctums: yes. Hong Kong, um, New York, and, and London. London. Yes. So in the middle of so Kamartage is the kind of almost like the gateways to the sanctums and yes. like you just explained. And in the middle of that literally is like a pedestal in one part and a big old earth thing map that thing yeah. that you can look at. You can view all the stuff. It's a nice Pretty crystal cool. ball. Yeah. Um, and the Eye of Agamotto, which we find out at the end of the movie, it's not too much to share, is really the housing to harness the time infinity the time stone. stone. The time stone. So, which is a crazy stone, which by is the way. really cool. Um, so, to make Doctor Strange even more cool, he's he's a sorcerer. He has capy. He's super smart. <laughs> all this knowledge. He then puts on the Eye of Agamotto and then can wield time on top Easily of all those other harnesses things. it. And they were yes. saying like relics choose you. Like the Eye of Agamotto for sure chose him. Yes, like because they were so surprised that he even. Yes, they were like what. And so that's really cool because, and we know that multiple relics can choose someone because Mordo had two relics yeah. and he was explaining those. Um, so I love his boots. Yeah, his he has stick was cool. cool he though. has like a stick of beat butt. Dumb it like and comes <laughs> apart and like a whiff. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's it's like one of those bamboo sticks that like kicks your butt. I'm yeah. sure we'll see him in Doctor Strange too. Oh, for sure. Yes. Um, so then the cool thing then is that the, the story evolves around those sanctum areas and then you go in between and there's someone who takes, not takes over the sanctum, a person who guards the sanctum and he ends up having to be a sanctum master Mm -hmm. sorcerer. Yes. And this is why I (laughs) think (laughs) Dr. Strange is just the key. I don't want to say the key, but he is so, so, so important 
for Avengers and stuff going forward and just in the Marvel comic universe in general. So the thought that these three um, sanctums protect the entire uh, universe or Earth, I'm sorry, from other dimensions. Like, okay, Thor is from another world and he can go to other worlds and protect them physically. And lots of the Avengers can protect people in certain countries physically or fight bad people physically. He literally is protecting the entire Earth from all of these otherworldly dimension invasions. That is absolutely insane crazy. That's his job. Well, and it's funny, too, because I think that we've had this conversation amongst ourselves and we can't get too far into it because we're only talking. Yeah, I'll get way um, too crazy. But we're only talking Doctor Strange today. But we, we amongst ourselves have talked about the power of the different stones. And it's funny because in different ways, each of them is the strongest, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But it's funny because to me personally, I would say the reality stone. Yeah. And the time stone stone. are ones that like trump the others because of the lasting effect. But think about time. Take time forward. Take time back. I mean, which was so he literally if he wanted to uh, Dormammu. I love that. If he wanted to, he could he could take us back to like. I don't know the Stone Age. Yeah, he could. If he, I mean, not that he's going to, but, but time is such an interesting. It's a timey wimey thing. It really timey is. Wimey. Wibbly, timey, wimey stuff. <laughs> I, I really like the the integration of of the time stone with with Doctor Strange because that that's not traditionally what the Eye of Agamotto is mm-hmm. in the comics. It's it is a relic. It it allows him to see into the other dimensions and mm-hmm. kind of like see into people's minds. And he's he's aware of like monsters that have crossed over mm-hmm. from other dimensions into into the earth and stuff like that. And then also I think like the light that it shines can like uh, harm evil stuff and, and stuff like that. Well, you know, it's funny because I said that and I don't think what I said was correct, even though I don't think that the Eye of Agamotto was created to be a, a host for the time stone, right. I think it was a relic, yes. and, then and then it also houses a time stone. Gone, 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 Relics gone. harness magical energy that they cannot touch, and you really can't touch any of those stones. So right, right. but I don't think it was created for that purpose, which makes it even cooler. Yes, it yeah. The cool fact that, that it's a relic, and then it also is like a super cool my Ziploc yeah. bag. This cosmic entity is interfacing with this dimensional energy. Yeah, my favorite thing Wong, Wong says to him when he puts the eye back at the end of the movie. And he's like, it's probably a good choice because you don't want to go around carrying an infinity stone. And Dr. Strange is just like, what? <laughs> I don't he's like, know what that is. you've got yeah. lots to learn. I haven't seen the Wong 16 Marvel Wong. movies. <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> Dr. Strange came in at the end of the leg. He's like, what's going on? Nah. It's so funny because uh, he did not sign up for that. No. He was like, great, now I'm a warrior. That's another really interesting thing about Dr. Strange is that... And he's talking about like the Hippocratic Oath and stuff like yes, that. Yes, he... I vowed to do no harm. <laughs> Even though... Even though he is a jerk and not very nice, he legitimately had a very big problem, very big problem with killing, with killing people, yeah. um, which most of us on a normal day would have a problem with that. But in a superhero <laughs> university, yeah, it's normal. Sometimes, sometimes you have to <laughs> go kill, be killed. No, but you, things have to happen. So for him, it, that was a really cool interchange between him and the ancient one because he realized that he had to kill someone to stay alive and he that was not, not like cool it. for right. him because he's a doctor. And, and that, I think if he had to do it physically, like he was fighting 
in his astral body. So he killed it in his astral body. I don't think in that moment he realized he was actually going to kill it. Absolutely not. When he came not. back, right. he was like, oh my God. Yeah, I don't think he thought that he would be dead I think in he like life. just exploded his astral body or <laughs> For something, sure. you know? Are you going to say something about Yeah, to be a doctor, you have to take a note to save all lives. So right. Him, yeah. uh, killing people would be contradictory. And that's to why I say he's such a balance in the but Avengers. But hold on. The thing with that is, is he rejected a lot of people who wanted to get healed. So if a doctor is going to take the oath to save all lives, why is he only picking and choosing who he gets? Yeah, well, and that's what the ancient one said. She said, no, you're trying to save yourself because for him, it was the ego. He right. did not want to take on a case that he couldn't yeah. save. She read a him hypocrite. so good. Hypocrite. Yeah. Hippocratic. Hippocratic. Hippocrite. Hippocratic. Hippocrite. I love Dr. Strange. Um, oh, my goodness. So. Oh, can we, we need to talk about the bad guy in this movie because even though Kaecilius okay. is like the form, oh, Dormammu? he's Thug Number One. Yeah, so Thug Number One. Pretty much, this is what happens. I feel like we have to keep taking Dormammu it back. Hold is on, no, 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 a no. Kaecilius okay. <laughs> was a person was a learned person at Kamartage underneath the Ancient One. Mm-hmm. He found out that she was using energy from the Dark Dimension, and so he was like. Peace out, y'all. You're a hypocrite. I'm going to go use some Dark Dimension for myself. And pretty much what they do with the Dark Dimension power is so cool. Yeah. Right? Like, it's much more powerful than if you're just using, like, the Light Dimension <laughs> magic. I don't okay, know. Okay, Star Wars. Here we go. <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? Right. It's, like, very cool. Like, they it's literally are CD. bending you. And bending your reality. So that's where the whole Inception thing comes in for mm-hmm. me. Like how they're bending the entire city up on its head and you're running down yes. the side of a building. Like and an into- Escher painting. Oh my gosh. Very that cool. Kind of makes you want to throw up, but it's also really cool. <laughs> um, so he is trying to help Dormammu open up a portal to really eat the earth. I yeah. mean, take all the energy from earth. Destroy our worlds. And so with that, that's what Doctor Strange is quote unquote fighting in this whole movie um, is Kaecilius and ultimately Dormammu. So Dormammu, we see him, we really learn about him when we realize that Dormammu's taken over the earth. Like Kaecilius has won. He's taken down all of the sanctums, which is keeping uh, Dormammu at bay. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Strange is like, screw this. I'm just going to fly up in there to, Dorm- <laughs> to Dormammu. Get all up in that dark dimension. <laughs> so he flies up literally into the middle of the dark dimension. And yeah, does. explain what he does, Michelle, because he, I know you love it. I love it. He, he he's doing the time warp. No, he he uh, <laughs> he opens his eye of Agamotto like this. Again. All right, they so cannot see you. Physical action <laughs> on this opened, audio that's podcast. That's the first step. You open the eye of Agamotto. He she did actually it. did a really good job opening so it. So now he's wearing <laughs> time on his wrist, and all you have to do is basically turn like your hand one way or he the other. Um, and so <gasps> that's really learned, funny. That's really funny. I just realized that. He had learned that <laughs> basically you can get yourself stuck in an endless time loop. So he set it to reset. Like, he basically set the time to reset at a certain time, which she knew that Dormammu was just going to keep killing him and killing him and killing him. But it would save the world because Dormammu wouldn't be focused on the world because he'd be stuck in the time loop, too. Uh, mm-hmm. He is so freaking smart, dude. That's so pretty amazing. much, he... <laughs> you have to say the phrase. So he comes down, he jumps off of Dormammu, one like, little thing. I've come to bargain. <laughs> he jumps down and he sets himself there. And Dormammu, which is kind of like a... Ooh, he's freaky. Astral, like... 
He's like a cloud. Planet. I almost think, I think of him as like a planet. Almost. He's like uh, he's like he's like Dark Barney. He's uh he's really he's really big Stop. and purple and <laughs> he has this like weird ripply thing. He's like, well, is it weird that I thought that he looked way too much like Thanos? I'm just gonna say it. Right, he's a big. Uh, the face was giant, purple, uh, rigid, rigid chin. chin. Yeah. Like, stop. I, I didn't Anywho, really see that. I totally <laughs> thought of him the first time I saw it. So he's up there and he's like, I'm going to kill you. And Dr. Strange like, all right. So he kills him. Do and then, like she said, he jumps back down again because of the time loop. And literally, you see him get killed like a lot, maybe 10 or 15 times well, on screen. At least. Yeah. Poor Dr. Strange. And it's and it's funny because every time he he's says, like, oh. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. <laughs> Dormammu, come to bargain. And his Dormammu. Boy, Dormammu's like, stop it. <laughs> he's like, no. And he's like, I just made you my prisoner. And Dormammu's yeah. like, no. <laughs> I thought he he's so smart. It was, it was, it's a very clever way to dispense with an evil villain. Right. Is to stick him in a time loop and say, I'm going to annoy you to death. Literally. <laughs> that was the way to defeat him was I'm just gonna bug you mm-hmm. until you let me go <laughs> you can't so, stop killing me <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much Dormammu yes he gets to kill him every time but there's no stop to the time loop so then he's like well what do I do to get out of here and Dr. He's Strange like, is take, like you take your minions and leave me alone yeah. she's like you can just bounce on out of here dip dog <laughs> <laughs> deuces <laughs> and Dormammu deuces and, <laughs> and it's funny because I think I know we're talking about Doctor Strange is pretty arrogant, but I think his arrogance helps him like argue with people because even the ending scene when he's talking to Thor, you know, at the after credit scene, and he's like, uh, "Dude, why is Loki here?" Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, we're looking for my father," and he's like, "Fine, I'll just help you." Like he's very mm-hmm. has like this personality about him because he's lived in the real world for mm-hmm. years and years and years. That I think it's it's actually like a plus. It's on. Oh, his side. I agree. His talk his way out i appreciate his amount of arrogance in himself right once he has realized that not everything's about him when his arrogance yeah turns he does figure it out to confidence yes then it's then it's, it's totally good. it's totally worth yeah. it mm-hmm. and because for me and i know that we, we we've talked a little bit about how how michelle feels about iron man iron man excuse me and i know we're not talking about him but his he was probably the most arrogant character in the whole MCU. Mm-hmm. Yep. His 100% comes from, and I think comes from, um, what Money. do you call that? No, it comes from, um, he's like trying to prove himself to his father. Yes. It comes from insecurity. Oh yeah. yeah also he drinks a lot and he drinks a lot, <laughs> but like at the deepest core of it, it's a projection. Yes. You know what I mean? Dr. Strangelove is not a projection. No, that's he's like, just. I went through middle school. I got my MD and my PhD yeah. at the same time. I got a photographic memory. I'm the best. Like, <laughs> let me tell you y'all. reason to say that, though. Exactly. Like, if I did right. that, I'd be like, yeah, I'm the best. Yeah, girl. like, let me tell you all about how I win <laughs> everything, right? So for him, it's definitely the confidence is not like misplaced. That's why it, it doesn't must, bug me as much yes. as Iron Man, I think. I, and probably is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mind it at all, especially because it ends up becoming wisdom in later movies where we see him. And I really <laughs> appreciate that. I can't. I I know we're not talking about that, but there's just some image. Did in you my just mind. hear that? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing. I just gonna say it. Whatever you guys don't have to listen if you don't want to. I love oh in Infinity goodness. War when they're just arguing like the Guardians and Iron Man and Spider Man, like trying to figure out a plan and all this stuff. And Doctor Strange is in the background, freaking levitating, floating, meditating, and he's like, "I know what we're doing." I'm like, ah, "I get it, dude." Right. <laughs> well, and that's what I'm talking about. He's the so wisdom. Cool. He ends up being the wise 
omniscient character because yes. when you think about Everyone the idea he's weird too like the avengers straight up think he's kind of weird oh yeah well if you think about the idea of the eye of agamotto and you think about the inner eye mm-hmm. the third eye it is very much about being omniscient you have all of this outside knowledge that no one else can mm-hmm. see yes. that comes with wisdom and or excuse me wisdom comes with that mm-hmm. and so does like a more mature look at things and so he really does become this character that is larger than life Mm -hmm. even though his character doesn't have to be he he just does a really cool he's so cool gosh i He's, he's mm, I love me some Dr. Which I'm glad you brought up because this is a really fun part. So we can talk about it because it's actually in this movie Ooh. is okay. the after scene. So we know that if you guys haven't watched a lot of Marvel movies, you have to watch Thor all. Ragnarok. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch all of them. You have to watch all through the credits because there is. Oh, yeah, there's maybe one. No, excuse me. There is one. Maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe maybe three. Like after credit scenes. And this one was really interesting to me particularly because it was one of the first that was actually a sneak peek to a new movie because and okay excuse me the that's scene that the, the scene was in scene the movie they've done that a couple of times movie. really i think at the end of captain america the first avenger they show basically a trailer for the avengers but no no, no but, but what but i'm saying is, is it was like an actual scene pace. in the movie right yeah that that's what i'm saying it, that that happens at the end of oh, captain america yeah that. it shows it shows steve he's like boxing in the in the thing right after he like gets woken up by nick fury or whatever and then it shows like a trailer for the avengers also they do that at the end of it was something right before Captain America Civil War. I think it hmm. yeah, whatever. This okay. one okay. is cool. But yeah, they they've done it a couple times. Okay, well I'm totally lying to you then. But it's so interesting because the conversation, like Michelle said, is between Doctor Strange and you can just tell that it's been some time because yes. the way he is sitting there is so Regal. He's a sanctum. Like master. he's got his gloves on. Oh. And then his outfit is complete at that point. Yes. He is totally like He's, he's ready to he's go. He's Mr. Clean. Like, he's ready to go. <laughs> yeah, you know? He and he, one of my favorite things about that is he schools Thor. Yeah, yeah, he does. He allows Thor to feel like a five-year-old. And who makes Thor feel like a five-year-old? Right. That shows you the amount of power that Doctor Strange has and can get. Mm-hmm. If Which he can, the, like, yes. throw a god around right. and make him feel like... Which is the thing that is so cool to me. Like, if you've known me before this movie came out, I was absolutely obsessed with Thor and Captain America. Like, I love them. But I don't think they can get as strong. Like, Doctor Strange can constantly learn. Like, magic is always changing. There's always more knowledge. So he's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And they just already are strong. You know what I mean? There's no cap to his potential. Yeah, like, it's insane. I love him. You know what I also love? Uh, yesterday when we were watching it, Andre was like, "Money, money." He was money, like, money, "He money. was like doing this, like waiting for the credits to come by." He was like, I "Knew it, it was Giacchino." Uh, uh, <laughs> Giacchino did the music. Giacchino. Giacchino. But how did you know it? Did it just sound like Incredibles to um, you? Uh, I no, it didn't. It didn't sound like the Incredibles to me at all. But it, it, I, I don't know. I think I have like a like a kind of a small talent for for. Figuring that kind of thing out, I don't know. I, I've, I've I will, heard. I will tell you anytime it's a Hans Zimmer, right? Patrick That's Doyle, yes. I, I can tell. Hans when Zimmer it's, comes uh, in with those John strings, Williams. right? John, John Williams, Williams comes in with those horns. Giacchino hits you with just a little bit of jazz, <laughs> just a tiny he was bit. All, of but jazz. he was so excited, he like snapped his finger out the TV. He was all new as Giacchino. He put some jazz in the Incredibles. He put some jazz in some Ratatouille. Just a tiny little bit of jazz in Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Music well, you know why? Because really he like good. tingled the keys a yes, little. Exactly. Like, yeah. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Stop no. with the tongue. 
too. But the music in this movie is so good. Very yeah. much is it. I think it's, a good it's really cool how it has the Asian influence, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it really does keep like that. Um, it, it makes you want more. Like, yeah. you feel like it's going to get bigger, and it doesn't really, mm-hmm. and, it, and it allows you to feel the suspense. I appreciate it. Giacino. Giacino. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Thanks, Giacino. Giacino. Grazie. So as far as Easter eggs go, um, we basically kind of summed that up. The Marvel Universe does credit scenes, which are Easter eggs, but we can talk about my homeboy, Stan Lee. Ah, uh, yes. The FYI, he's in every movie. The infamous Stanley yeah, cameo. <laughs> this he is one, the Easter egg. In this one, he's on a bus reading a book. Um, oh, I forgot what he the book is called now. He says, that is hilarious. But the book was by Aldous Hux- Huxley, the, the science fiction writer. And I think, I wish I had it up. I'm, I feel like a fool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, book, the book he was reading is like, is like the three eyes of perception or, or something, something similar to that, where it's like he was reading about what Doctor Strange was learning. Aha, that's funny. I love Stanley. He's funny. Yeah. It's good that there's short scenes with him. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. their character appearance appearances, it works. Um, if it was more than that, it would be too much. Oh, yes. for sure. You yeah. know what I mean? He doesn't need to be. I'm like, a get out of here, Stanley. In all of the movies. It's funny, though, because I feel like all of these movies, especially now in the later movies, um, there are a lot of Easter eggs to the comic books, yes. which I think that a lot of people just normally watching the movies wouldn't get just because because you're just like, I don't know what that is. And that's kind of like what that the scene that we were talking about so much earlier where there's all the relics. And it's like mm-hmm. there is a place and a time in the comic books for all of those relics. We just don't particularly know what they are because we yeah. haven't been all up in that particular The relic universe. that they use to trap Kaecilius. Yes. Um, when he like throws it at him. Yeah. Um, that one is in one of the rooms that you go in um, for the ride. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. That's really cool. Oh, I was just about to talk it's about that. It's on the wall. It's, yeah. it's called The Binding of, of Sitarak. And uh, in the comics, Sitarak, there's this, there's this like ruby gem of Sitarak. And when uh, one of the mutants from the X-Men touches it, he uh, it gives him great strength and he becomes the Juggernaut. Oh, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, that's dude. where the juggernauts from. Yeah, he touches the ruby of Sidorak, and it and it gives him powers. And this this binding of Sidorak comes from the same. Interesting, Sidorak. Yeah, <laughs> all I know is it's in one of the collector's offices on that ride because yep. I saw it when we. I mean, if you are on that ride, there's so many Easter eggs. Well, and I think that's the interesting thing of this whole universe is that in um, in Guardians of the Galaxy as well, you see the Collector himself, which is where that ride is based off of, mm-hmm. who has all of these little pieces. And each of I the... I want to know what they are. Each of the places has one because Thor... Um, on Asgard, Thor's father, he has the... Um, it's yeah. like his treasure room. His treasure vault, room. Yeah. His vaults. And they have things in there too. So it's just really interesting that each like, place ooh, has... what's that? Exactly. Ooh, so it's yeah. kind of like, ooh. I want to know where that's from, <laughs> or if we'll so see cool. it again. That uh, that axe that Doctor Strange is grabbing for that the KP wouldn't let him grab. That axe is an axe from the comics. I don't remember what it's called, but he uses it when he like loses his powers at one point, and he oh. has to just go has to go medieval on some dudes. <laughs> uh, medieval. <laughs> I really appreciate dudes. that that KP was like, "Excuse you, I know you really want that, but if you'd like to just Use get this. this done, I'm going to show you exactly what you should pick." KP's wise. Like, that is man. too. I love funny. that KP. So you guys want to know some interesting things about this movie? Sure. So Andre already shared that the way production happened kind of brought down the Asian influence so Mm -hmm. that it wasn't supposed to be stereotypical. This is really interesting. Apparently Wong was originally like 
Doctor Strange's manservant. Yes. Like, he was not a Sanctum person. Oh. Well, he, he, he lives in the Sanctum with Doctor Strange, and he knows magic, but... He's like he's like a pupil and yes a manservant. He's he, like a he, squib. He gets him his tea and stuff like he's like <laughs> a squib. Al, he's like he's like Alfred with Batman. He he he, he helps him out. Oh okay, mm-hmm. but more makes it but like a that. little bit yes. more manserventy, right? Because yeah. like Alfred with Batman it's is like still a father figure. he's still like a B. Yeah. Like okay, I'm not allowed to say that. Mm-hmm. He's still he's still really cool. Yes, mm, I don't think Wong was that cool. <laughs> Wong's, Wong's pretty cool in the comics, like but, not, but not not as cool as he is in this movie. Oh, he 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 rocks it in this in this movie. Yes, um, I think Wong is another piece of a good puzzle in another movie that might come out soon. You think oh. so? I don't know. Interesting. We, we'll talk about it after. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> um, also, apparently, the the comic Doctor Strange itself was pretty controversial when it first came out on the shelves oh. because he seemed to be too godlike, mm. like. What he was able to do was mm-hmm. too godlike. So I think Stan Lee and people were like, mm, maybe it's going to be a little too much. And they almost pulled it. Interesting. And the they, movie? No, no. no the, comic. the comic. They almost pulled the comic. In the 40s or whatever. And they oh, didn't. in the 40s. Interesting. You can imagine that would be yeah, a little. a little bit. Different. You know. Do you know anything about the Illuminati in. In the comics? In comic books? Yes. Do you want to explain? So, okay. So, Doctor Strange is, is part of the, <laughs> the the comic book Illuminati. There's and an Illuminati? There, there is an Illuminati. and Apparently, he's like a godfather it's, of it. It's a, okay. Yes. It's a, it's a group of hyper-powerful beings that help to determine what is to become of like the earth and stuff like that. They're, 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 they're the, they're the import, they're the fancy real Illuminati. They don't, they don't okay. like, they don't like fight together like the Avengers do, but they have, they sit down and have conversations about what they're going to do about certain things. So it includes Dr. Strange, Black Panther, Professor Xavier from the X-Men, Namor, who is like the Aquaman of the Marvel universe. Uh, who else is in there? Oh, and um, Black Bolt, who is uh, the leader of the Inhumans. And, the, okay. and these guys, which they, if you think about it, that's a really cool grouping of people. Yes. Yeah. So what what they mainly did at the time of the comics when this happened was like the early 2000s or something like that. These guys, they sat down and like decided what to do with Infinity Stones and split them up and make sure that they don't get into the wrong hands. It's basically just like how do they we didn't keep, do a good how job. How do we keep all these powerful objects from getting into the wrong hands? Yeah, they they don't do a, a good job in in the comics. I think at one point they find out that. There's been like a spy in in the Illuminati the entire time, and one of them was like a shapeshifter, and it wasn't Professor X at all, and he shapeshifts, and then they all have to fight oh, him and dang. stuff. It, it, it gets crazy, but <laughs> but the Illuminati is is, a, is an interesting group in Doctor Strange. Mm. Isn't that cool? Helps that is with cool. like the mysticals side well, of it. Well, I love Illuminati. me some Doctor Strange. Yes. Did I f- did people like the Doctor Strange when this came out? People did like this movie when it came out. It has a eighty nine percent. Oh, they did like tomatoes it, and an eighty six percent audience score. So uh, you. No, this is pretty pretty good all, all around. You can see him in the parks right now, and I like need to go see him and He's get like a picture with there. him. I need some sideburns up in my life. Put it next to my Thor Loki photo. It made a. It Louis made just a said he could grow those if I wanted. Thank Sabers. you, Louis. <laughs> Sideburns. It made a fair amount of money. Um, it had a budget of around 165 million dollars. Mm. 
and it ended up grossing $677 million worldwide. Jeez, Marvel movies make bank. So, yeah, it, it wasn't one of their, like, heavy hitters because they got, you know, a couple, they'll throw a couple yeah. billion on one of those. But uh, Well, I remember, like, even when we watched the preview for it, then I thought it was cool, but I wasn't, like, all about it at first. I was very worried about this movie. I wasn't sure if it was going to be good or not. Because but then I saw it and was like, whoa. As we now know, Doctor Strange is, is an odd character. Just the, the amount of stuff that they have to explain I thought was going to be hard Too to much. do and then i think um i wasn't sure about the director because he had only directed a few things and uh you know he's just not one of the more well-known popular Super characters heroes, yeah. yeah so i was well I was it's scared. funny because i remember when it when the announcement came out this sounds so silly but i thought dr strange was like he was going to be strange like i didn't think it was his oh, name okay. doctor like i didn't right. think that was the last name or whatever <laughs> yeah. i thought it was like some really strange oh, dude like, i don't know like that's the first thing my brain thought of so i was kind of like he's gonna be magical and really creepy like mm, you know yeah. apparently but then, his character doctor strange is based off of vincent price like that was the original <laughs> um introduction for him that's interesting mm-hmm. hmm. all right scary dude Well, you want to give our ratings? You go first, Mr. Andre. I'm going to give this movie an 8. 8.0. Solid. Pretty high for you. It's it's good. It's a good Marvel movie. It it doesn't rank very high on my list of Marvel movies, which maybe we'll do uh, on one of these later Marvel movies, a full full ranking of of what we like. Yeah, maybe we'll do it on Crack. Yeah, or or, yes, on the Crack of the Vault. Um, yeah, it doesn't rank super crazy high on my on my list, but it is it is good. It is solid. It's fun. It's got a lot of good special effects. All the acting is good in it, despite of uh, my uh, problems with the casting choices. But uh, it's it's a good movie. All right, you go. I'm gonna give this movie a nine. nine. Um, it's pretty high up on my Marvel list. It's actually I keep rewatching it like quite frequently, so I must like it. <laughs> um, to me, it's a good length. It's not too long. Sometimes, I mean, obviously, Marvel movies are like two and a half hours long. Like they can get pretty lengthy. Um, I like all the magic stuff, so it keeps me engaged. And I think it's one of those movies that every time I watch it, those fight magic scenes, I notice different things. Yeah. So that's kind of why I keep watching it. I'm like, oh, that's cool, too. Like, yeah. think different things like that. And, um, you know, seeing Doctor Strange in Thor Ragnarok and in Infinity War makes me want to rewatch it again. Because I'm like, oh, he got even cooler. Okay, I'm going to wa- rewatch it again. Yeah. So I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, 9.0. 9. I'm going to give it an 8.5. I really, really like it. And very much like what Michelle said, I li- the, the reason I like to rewatch this movie, the first 30 minutes, I could just skip over and pretend like it's oh, not yeah. there. Sometimes yeah. I do that. Because he's so awful in the mm-hmm. beginning. I like skip to where he gets to Kamartage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the fight scenes never get old. Right. Um, one of my favorite scenes, we didn't talk about it, but my one of my favorite scenes in this movie is at the end when they're doing the battle for the final Hong Kong Sanctum. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's right before he flies, like he flies up into Dormammu's dark, dark dimension. dimension. Um, and you see the entire fight scene happen between Kaecilius and pretty much Wong and the people in the Sanctum. Mm-hmm. But then you see it reverse. Yeah. yeah and you see cool. people, you literally see the entire thing reverse. Which is And then really you cool. see it happened again halfway because of the way he's manipulating time. And then you see it unfold again. Yes. So the idea of time 
warping only pieces of it. You see brick going backwards, falling into place. Real and, cool. Or like Caecilius getting sucked into a wall that gets bricked right. up. Yeah, or, and then there's a couple points in there where Caecilius and his goons, they're like they're like unwarping themselves yes. out of the time stopness. Yeah. Entity. So it's, it's, cool. it's very cool to watch the that is very imaginative yeah. and very um, visually appealing. Visually and appealing. it doesn't get old. It's very, very cool. Um, so they they did a beautiful diving board for what could be next in that universe. And we see it in um, in Infinity War, yeah. just how cool those effects can get, which obviously we're not going to talk about it. But we know from this movie that it, it's only going to get better. True. Luis? I'll go with an 8.5 because of where we are right now and the Marvel Universe. This is like, bear with me, it stands on its own mm-hmm. simply That's because true. it's a unveils a completely new aspect of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And for that reason, I give it a higher rating just because it was a pretty good intro to that part of the Marvel Universe. Right. Without having to see 15 movies before. Yeah. <laughs> Which is actually really, that's a really good point, Lou, because this movie we chose actually because it's a true standalone. Yeah. You need no other Marvel comic universe yeah. knowledge, not cinematic or anything. A lot of other stuff. No. No, so it's it 100% can stand on its own, and you could just like magic and want to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like Marvel. Oh, totally. That's, That's kind of why I like it, too, because mm-hmm. I can just watch it. Like, sometimes I feel like I can't watch Avengers unless I, like, watch them all, but, like, I just want to watch one movie, you know, mm-hmm. so then I'll just watch Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing next week? Oh, next week. <laughs> Speaking of Avengers. Well, <laughs> 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 it's okay because we're going to watch the original Avengers. The Marvel's The Avengers from 2012. Yep. I won't even lie to you. It's going to be hard for me only because, number one, there's a lot of characters in this movie. There yep. are a few. Number two... We are we are far gone from that point in history. It's gonna be interesting. I haven't watched this. It's gonna no, be I haven't seen it in a seen long time. So long. So it's going to be like I have to take my mind back in time. I have to do a Doctor Strange yes. and move my brain back to understand like what they were thinking and feeling then. Because they don't know is this a the things we know. One? No, no, that's Age of Ultron. Right. Which Man, is a really. Good I think movie. I've only seen the original Avengers twice. Hmm. Saw it once in theater, and I saw it for our rewatching. I saw it a bunch at the theater. I've seen it twice. Yeah, and so I this will be remember. My third time. <gasps> oh, she's remembering. My uh, favorite character in the entire MCU is in this movie. Boom, Shackalaga. Let's watch it right now. Okay, boom. Is, I'm excited. Is it Loki? Oh, um, no, it's Martin Freeman. No, he's no. not in the Avengers. Oh, it's it's Shields, dude. Colson, Colson, Colson. Woo, woo. Okay. I'll have you know right well now that him. Emily and Louise have watched. End well for <laughs> Emily and Louise have watched like all. Oh, this is perfect because I'm watching Agents of Shield right now. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love this. They've watched all of Agents of Shield. Andre and I have started it. We're like halfway through season one, and I made the comment like we probably should have watched Avengers before we started this. So <laughs> this will be a nice refresher course. The interesting thing about Agents of Shield, the TV show, is that Avengers happens. The movie. Mm-hmm. And then Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. starts yes. Yes. on TV. Um, so It's really cool. Yeah. Interesting crossovers Ooh. that Marvel has going on. Carlson, Carlson, Carlson. Okay. <laughs> so please join us next week when we talk about uh, Marvel's The Avengers on the Walt Vault. In and the Coulson. Mean- and Coulson. <laughs> <laughs> on the Walt Vault. Uh, in the meantime, 
You can <laughs> hang out with us on social media. We are at the Walt Vault Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Come hang out with us. Send us some DMs. Uh, we might read your message on the show. Or you could send me an email to contact at the com, and I'll definitely read that on the show because I, I like emails. Um, if you would like to support the Walt Vault, there's a couple ways you can do that. You can, first of all, just hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to right now. Uh, what, may it be YouTube or Stitcher or Google Play or iTunes. Just Click subscribe. That helps us out. Leaving a review helps us. Leave us a five-star rating. That helps. Um, you can also help us out by shopping on Amazon. If you go to thewaltvaultpod.com slash Amazon, click the link. It'll take you to Amazon. You shop like normal. We get a cut, and it all works out for everybody. No additional cost to you. The final way that you can support us is to go to <laughs> patreon.com slash thewaltvault, where we give you, uh, for as little as a dollar a month, Access to our after show, A Crack in the Vault. There's a song and everything. We got a song. It's great. We, we do all kinds of stuff on Crack in the Vault. We talk about some of the more adult themes. We read some bad reviews. Uh, we curse. Who knows what's going on over there? But the cool thing about the Patreon part, at least, is that especially for this month, we put it out to our patrons first, asking them if we did Marvel, what did you guys want to see? Yes. And so... The movies that we're choosing for the first three weeks of this month are based off of what we got um, from our patrons. Yes. So thank you, everyone, for giving your uh, your advice and your um, opinions. Um, and then everyone else can give us their opinions when yeah. we do our vote at the end of the month. Yeah, we appreciate all that you do for us. Thank you guys so much. Oh, uh, also on the Patreon, I've started posting my uh, notes that I take uh, <laughs> while watching these movies. And uh, that's that's fun. That, FYI, that, it's good because he's hilarious. They're, they're fun to look at. Also, I put... Uh, the bad reviews that we're going to read on a crack in the vault down there. All right. So you guys, <laughs> that's it for now. Uh, we will see you next week for more Marvel fun. The vault is now closed. <laughs>